The Shop, a Moto Podcast. What's up, everybody? We're back, The Shop, episode 12. It's been a couple weeks. Uh, we had Loretta's 1, Loretta's 2. We did Amateur Day at Loretta's 1. Um, had a lot go on, a lot of talk to talk about. The first thing that I've got to talk about is my buddy Grayson. 21. Was Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. So happy birthday to Grayson. Everybody hit him up, flooded social media. He turned 21 on Sunday. He is not a little child anymore. He is an adult. I've been an adult. <laughs> oh, my I've God. I've been working. We, and no. My back's been. I can officially say, like, I'm old and I can point to my back when I'm hurting and stuff. And pretend <laughs> That's like I'm David. Old <laughs> and pretend like I'm old and I finally have excuses now. So, uh. Yeah, he's almost 40. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even close. You're close. You're closer to me, so. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah, it was it was eventful. It was good. I was late to work Monday, of course. So. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Grayson did not ride last weekend. Let's just say that I, I, he barely watched the race. <laughs> I had to squeeze in the time to watch. The I race. mean, that's. A, you, you know what? I was 21 once too, and I guess it probably was the same thing. I, I really don't even remember. So, uh, all right, so let's, uh, I guess let's start off with uh, two weeks ago, Loretta's won, but we're going to start off with Amateur Day, oh, since gosh. that's what, you know, that's what, that's what we is. did, yeah, the, well, yeah, I mean, you know, it, yeah, I mean, so, you went to Amateur Day, it was almost like qualifying for Loretta's, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, you won both days, so how's your, where's your number, is your number play? No, I don't know, when I, cro- when I crossed the finish line, it was all these fans cheering, I, I like, I like, you know how, when the guys cross, and they're like, both hands up, you yeah. know, so they just stand up with both hands up, like, and look up, yeah, like, I, I did that, and it was all these fans cheering, and I pulled in a little impound thing, and I was like, everybody was like, high-fiving me, my mechanic ran over, and my wife and kids jumped the fence, and we're like, you know, and I get interviewed, and I have to go on the podium, I got interviewed, and I got gold medals for for winning all my motos, and a number one plate, and I, oh, wait, I didn't, because it was just a regular old race. It was just a, it was just a regular race. It was basically a local race. Yeah. There was, it, like, well, it was a little more than that, because there was some fast guys there, like. Yeah, but, like, it was an, it was, I would say it was, like, a summer classic. It, it was, I, like, a regional size race yeah. or so, you know. I mean, there was like, guys that traveled, you know, and there was, uh, but it wasn't, you know, like, yeah, the guy that finished behind me, I normally race with him at Loretta's, so, you know, and there was a couple other guys behind us that make it in the 30 class at Loretta's, so. It was fast people to race with, a really rough and rutted track, great track, but it wasn't, there was no hype, there was nothing, like nobody cares what place you got, but oh man, the world's burning because they opened it up. I just, I don't know. With a, to me, especially in our area, we have a lack of good quality tracks. Yes. To me, like, dude, we, we need stuff like this. We've got to have tracks like this open up. I don't care what the, you know, and I didn't like the deal where it was gonna be a whole national, where you show up at the Amateur National and everybody gets to ride. I don't yeah. like that. I like to qualify for it, and it's it's very prestigious to be there for that week. Mm-hmm. I don't think just being able to ride the track is that big of a deal. Yeah. Uh, especially the track was different. It wasn't exactly the same. Uh, they prepped it a little different. So. And uh, it, I mean, it you, it it may won an Amateur National, but it was rough compared to me and like I feel like I oh I, it was rough for me too I, I feel <laughs> like I, I want to go to tracks that are rough and I'm not complaining how rough it was because I love it but you can definitely tell the people who like just do like the small kind of arena crossy stuff 
compared to people who like would go to more bigger tracks and stuff, you can definitely tell the difference oh, yeah. while watching them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I mean, if you want to make it in the sport, you, you better go ride rough and rutted yeah. tracks and big tracks because that's that's yeah. how you make it. You don't make it by you know staying home and racing your little local night track. Yeah, and, uh, and that's fine. I mean, hey, that's that's income for our industry and the sport. Um, I just my take is we need to you know, for especially the kids, we need to be training them for what what they could see in the future yeah and that's um, why when i asked you sunday i was like why is thrasher here and you're like where else are you gonna find a track like with roughness like this with 800 riders on it and just like it's like just a normal race and he just wanted to get practice on on the track and nobody's blowing him up nobody's like oh my god he went because yeah i mean he almost won 250b when's the last time you've driven two and a half hours from here to a track oh. that had 850 entries. Ew, right? ne- never, I mean, for a regional, well, there's not been a regional anywhere within that kind of driving distance of us. No. And, well, I guess Mill Creek has had some regionals, but they didn't have 850. Yeah. I mean, 600 maybe, you know, like that was, a, it was, there's a lot of people there. Dude. It was <laughs> this yeah. split up so many classes. And, and, when, uh, and where can you go to a track two and a half hours with that quality? Oh, yeah. yeah it's no, been yeah. years. Yeah, like, even, I was a little kid when you had like, I know this. The Louisiana people won't know, but like Hen Valley, Dry Hill, like yeah. when they were kind of in their prime. Yeah, and yeah, we have nothing now, so we need that. And it was a lot of ki- a lot of people we saw. I mean, all everyone around here was there because they yeah. knew. And uh, people who didn't ride for years got got their on their old <laughs> bike and rode. And I'm like, I can't. Like, I feel like I was struggling. I didn't ride in two weeks, and I'm like, how yeah, do you? I don't, how do you go? On I the, don't know that I agree with with just pulling your bike out and you haven't rode or raced in forever and you're just going to pull it out because of this one. I don't really agree with that. I, I don't, I'm the kind too. I don't agree with like arena cross comes to town and these people are like, Oh, Oh man, arena cross. And their kids never raced, never really rode. And they go, they come here buy their kid a race bike and the kid doesn't even ride it till the, till that, till like practice. three nights later for practice for their arena cross. And I'm like, that's the dumbest thing yeah. ever. I, this is not it, a – I mean, I don't think motocross is, like, some extremely dangerous sport. But it, it is dangerous if you're not prepared. Yeah. And prepared by as in you've got to practice. You've got to be – you've got to – and it doesn't matter if it's kids or not. Like, you've got to practice, put in time, be ready for this, have the right equipment, have the right knowledge of what's going on in a race to actually line up and actually race. So these yeah. – that's what I tell people all the time when they want to get involved. Ride for at least six or eight months before you decide to go race. Like you, you've got yeah. to get some some, you know, experience under your belt. <laughs> and uh, that'll hey, I've got a, a rant later about uh, experience. It'll, it'll it'll bring up something with the novice class. And uh, I talked to somebody else about this, and they agreed with me on how we can make it better. Uh, a lot of people would flip, but um, it's gone so far. It's gonna have to take a drastic change. Yeah. Um, but. We'll talk about that later on in the episode on one of my rants because we got I got a bunch. Are you so, gonna kick me out of C? No, I actually would not kick you out of C. You've not won six times. You're not a guy that's currently like making Loretta's and all that. But uh, I was still yeah, it, it would be. Um, I, I would make some drastic changes. It wouldn't be to where this off this point system that three tracks in the country are run off of. You know, yeah. everybody's not AMA, so you can't you can't run off that. I would run off something similar to BMX, but like I said, we'll get into that later on in the episode. I want to uh, keep on our Loretta still. So, uh, yeah, amateur day, we'll run through. Grayson went 14-9 uh, for seventh overall. Is that right? Oh, no, that was Steve. That was Steve. I, <laughs> uh, I went 18-14 for, like, 16th. I still get screwed in those. I'll do, like, good the second moto, and then it'll still put me back, like, three positions back, and it's 
The same with Mill Creek. I went like 16, 14 for like 17th or something. Well, like, you, it, it, like I was cheering for you the first moto. You were in 16th because I thought y'all had qualifiers. And I'm like, dude, top 16 is what's going to make it. Yeah. And you got passed in the last well, side like, by two guys. Like, I'm like, I'm going to kick you when I get back to the trucks. <laughs> hey, I, I did that on purpose. I want, if there was qualifiers, I wanted to run the LCQ. Get no, that's a time. lie. That is a lie. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so yeah, so touch on that when I said I wanted, when I got back to the motorhome from watching Grayson, I actually got to help him and everything this weekend Aww. because I was two motos before him. So I would pull off the track after being just exhaustingly tired after my thirty plus two of smoking these other guys, and <laughs> I would pull off the track at the end and just pull back over behind the starting gate and put my bike up against the tree, take my helmet and stuff off, and walk up and help Grayson at the gate, which helped a lot. Like uh, uh, the. Well, yeah, the amount of knowledge, yeah, the where lines. the lines were, and it, that helped so bad. He told me in the second moto there was this like gigantic braking bump on where, that, where you're going into Storyland, and then so like first mo first lap, second moto I come in, I dodge it. Second lap I come in, and there's a dude just wadded himself, and he's like laying the track. I'm like, oh my god, that could that was easily me if I didn't know about <laughs> it. Yeah, that, so that was more of a safety than more of the, than telling you like. Dude, that's the line like dude i'm telling you i was i was using that as a landing except for the one lap that i didn't know it was there and i cased on top of it and i almost dude i almost endowed and i'm like dude that is a massive breaking bump like it was so, it, was, it was i bet it was three feet tall oh yeah it, it was, was huge, huge. <laughs> and so, but yeah so uh anyway uh i guess grace had already told you guys i went one one in the 30a my biggest cool my biggest thing is i quadded into the sand that was like my, my deal like well, when I saw all the guys doing it on Saturday, I'm like, and Di Francesco did it. I'm like, you know what? I'm doing this. So, to teach all the kids about jumping, when you want to do something, you think you can do it, you just don't don't let it mess with you. Don't think about it. So, second lap of practice, first first lap was wheels on the ground, flags everywhere. You couldn't do anything. So, second lap, I come around, I just hit it. It wasn't worth 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 wasting time. I better just hit it and not yeah. let it mess with me. And he told me that, and he's like, yeah, it's pretty easy. Just stay and right over. And so I'm like, obviously, I'm not going to do that. If I was going to do it, I, my bike would have broken half, and I would have been in the hospital. So I go home, and I get on MX Force ATV all out, and they had the <laughs> replica track. And so I'm like, I wonder how big. And I was struggling in the game trying to fall into it. I'm like, there's no way this is realistic. Yeah, it's, it's not, not that, that hard. It's not that hard. It's just big. It's, not, it's honestly not that hard. So that was my accomplishment other than i mean i i knew darren downs was in my class but and i thought you know this guy he beat me at loretta's he won a moto but i showed him i i i, I have the crown for right now <laughs> till till we meet again darren downs <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway uh the kids uh my kids rode rider rode 65 79 he went 24 30 for 20 no i went 24 30 for 30 that, that's, that's horrible. That's, that's bad luck. <laughs> yeah, so he crashed. Oh, he only crashed once the first moto. He crashed twice the second moto. But if he could have stayed off the ground, the kid would have been. And he had 40 kids in his class, so he was actually in the mix a little bit more. Styles got 26th overall out of about 37 or 38 in the 50 senior class, 57 to 8. So not terrible, um, especially he's. The kids that were top three in his class were like top three at Loretta's. They were just those kids were unreal. Yeah, they Dude, were. They, uh, they were doubling in the Ten Commandments. Oh I, yeah, they and, were. I, and I wasn't. Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't feel bad because I'm like these are Redlands kids and they they have a good step in the future. But I was like, 
Dude, that is just insane Dude, how much. When I'm standing at, when I was, I was uh, at the mechanics area and I was in the little thing after the first turn that's kind of elevated. Yeah. So I was standing up there and the kids come around on the Cobras, dude, and they were wide open from landing off that step up all the way into the first turn and they never let off all the way back down that next straightaway, dude. They never let off around that corner. I'm like, holy crap, dude. Like, I mean, they're just, yeah. I was like, dude, that sound, it sounded so sick. And the little 50s just like, those kids were they were on it and uh and then Bladen my little one he was he was the star he went 710 for eighth overall second moto he got stuck so he probably could have done a little bit better he, fit, he was right behind two kids but uh he got eighth overall out of 17 on a PW and it was a open four to six class I mean there was Cobras KTMs everything out there and he only got beat by one PW and I'm pretty sure that kid had went to the, the actual amateur national the week before because he was he was fast yeah and then, like, so pitted with us, we had Brady Little, Sutton Baldwin, Cade Pettigo, and I think they were, like, 5'6", 7", and 65, 7, to 9. So they were just right off the kids that had just got back from Loretta's. Like, all the kids that beat them had just, you know, come back from the Amateur yeah. National. So they all put in a really strong showing of being the kids that are just, like, right there. Like, all three of them are just right there at being yeah. kids and- that can start qualifying. And uh, basically, they're basically weekend warriors. Yeah, and they're, they're, yeah. They're not I mean, they, they go. Kids. No, I mean, they might visit one couple times a year or whatever, you know. But they're they're normal kids. They're in school, you know, just you know, racing on the weekends, and they're all our local kids. It was kind of cool to see that they're just like all three, you know, back to back. And that's kind of where I need Ryder to kind of catch up to them because they're they're a good group of kids, and they were all parked with us. Uh, and then uh, Eli Williams was parked with us. I think he was like. He was top 10 in 85 and super mini, I think. Yeah. Um, and then McKenzie killed it in the girls' class and the women's class. Well, I guess they just had women's. They didn't have girls. She got yeah. third in women's, and then she got fifth, I'm pretty super sure, in mini. super mini, which is crazy because it was a bunch of super minis. And, uh, and then Landon Powers won super mini. So it was cool that a kid from Mississippi that doesn't have a lot, that doesn't go to a training facility, beat some of these kids. I'm pretty sure the kid in second lives it a training facility in Georgia. Yeah. And uh, it was pretty cool to see him uh, win with a full gate of super minis. Uh, you know anybody else local? At, Mac was there. I don't know how Mac did. Uh, I don't either. I haven't talked to him. Uh, Courtney and dad. Brooks was there. Uh, there was a bunch of like local, local people we see at yeah. riding at Dan's training facility. And, and, <laughs> Dan's uh, training facility. I hope he a, rides this weekend, by the way. We had a good showing. And, uh, yeah, it was a lot. And then – Oh, uh, shout out to Fant too. I don't know what he how he did overall, but he rode really good for his first B class race. He was, and, I think he was like sixteen, seventeen around there. Yeah, and I mean which they, had a, good they had a, about thirty kids or so in there at least. So yeah. he was mid pack, which you know it looked like to me he was faster at the beginning of the races and he was struggling a little towards the end. But yeah. he doesn't ride a track like that that often, and uh, I'm glad that he finally moved up because he's he's a rider that I would say it was past time to move up. But he's trying to chase making making Loretta's every year. Yeah, and I'll touch on this on my in my uh, rant later about the C class and moving up. And uh, <clears throat> I just there was some posts about it about you know people sandbagging at Amateur Day, and I'm like, I know the kid that won one of the C classes, and he didn't make he didn't make the Amateur National in the C class. So I mean, he's not really sandbagging; yeah, he's doing no. what it allows. Yeah. But to me, watching him ride, he's not a C rider. Oh yeah, but uh, the rules are, uh, are or 
the I guess the average motocrosser's perception of what a novice rider is is not correct. It's way off what it was supposed to be. Yeah. To me, a novice rider is not much more than a beginner rider, um, and it, and and some people are just never going to get to that speed, or it takes way longer to get to that speed. So it's hard to base it off of a time deal. Yeah. But I think you've got to start basing it off a win deal. Kids are winning a lot. Even if it is local, you got to move them up. Yeah, you got to move them up. So we got to do something more on moving them up. We'll touch. We'll touch <clears throat> more on that when you rant. Yeah, we will. All right. So, uh, is there anything else amateur wise? Uh, I think that we wanted to talk Fast about. Farms is racing this weekend. Started the King of the Mountain series. I will not be attending that one, but I plan to hit a few. A few lot. There's two series going on, and we talked about this before, and like one early episodes, how it's stupid for two to be doing them. And are they both Alabama? Uh, yeah, a lot of them, and uh, and so they some of them have races on the same day, and it's just all, this whole thing, and yeah, we've said it before, and well, kind of touch on that. I, I don't think I told you this, but uh, so Chad Ward was at Amateur Day with his little boy, mm-hmm. and Chad owns the Southern Supercross in. I think it's Coleman, uh, or around somewhere around Coleman, Alabama. I yeah. think that's where it's at. Anyway, it's North Alabama, you know. <clears throat> so a few years ago, when they had the whole series together, all of Alabama for like two years was one big series, every track there. Well, he's the one that got them all together. Was doing it, and he was telling me he's like, man, working with all those track owners was like working with a bunch of kindergartners. He's like, it's the worst <laughs> thing ever. So he 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 gave they all split up again, and he gave up on all of it, and he's selling his track. And he's moving. He's moving to Florida. He's done. He's just, he told me he's just tired of trying to, you know, make all of them get on the same page. And he's doing it for, you know, the better of the sport. Yeah, the I mean, love he's of an ex-pro. He, he's, you know, his kid races, like, but he's just, he's, you know, he put time and effort in. And, you know, he's, I don't know. It's, uh, it starts getting into where you're talking about business stuff. And there's a lot of business people that have an ego mm-hmm. and they don't want somebody come in and telling them how they should run a business and i think that's kind of the wrong the wrong way to to do it um but anyway so uh let's take a short commercial break and we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about the results from the last two pro races i've been to many big name schools and the funnest and most helpful school i've been to is jake Riley mx school he turned good technique into a habit that i use every day the coaching of Jake never turns off. Every time we ride, he gives me tips and advice to be more in control, which makes me go faster. If you're looking for an affordable school, don't look any further than Jake Lowry MX School. All right, guys, back for commercials. Going to talk about some pro racing uh, from Loretta's one, Loretta's two, and then we'll dive into this coming weekend Ironman. Yeah. So let's hop in. Uh, the weekend that we were there, Loretta's won 250 class. Um, your boy worked him, made yeah. it boring for me. It, yeah, I would have to say so. He was just like, whole shot, ran away. I got a bad start, second moto, came through, ran away. Yeah. Was, yeah. I mean, it wasn't, it's dirt bike racing, so it was enjoyable to watch, especially being there, but it just wasn't super exciting. Yeah. My excitement came from the troll train. Cause dude, uh, the first moto, he was on, he was on it, man. He came through the pack, but then when he caught up to where his brother was at, he caught up to fifth, and it's just like it, it kind of stalled. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Uh, I was, I was hoping Troll Train would do a little better than he did, which uh, fifth overall wasn't bad, but 
was hoping for a little more. Yeah, still uh, in the still in the pocket. <laughs> no, no, Katie Jr. on pole. No, you hadn't because it's on the new one. He's got a new nickname. What? Him and his brother have new nicknames. The Minnesota Munchkins. <laughs> <laughs> That's they so, brought it up. That's day. so terrible. There's some dude called in and was like, hey, my dad has a new name for you guys, the Minnesota Munchkins. And Alex was like, it's not that bad. <laughs> I was like, I would kind of be mad, but yeah, that they are like me. They're vertically challenged. So, <laughs> All right. So uh, anyway, Dylon put on a clinic, killed it 1-1. Uh, and being there... Man, he was God. He looks so fluent and yeah. just smooth. Like, doesn't even like he's going fast. Doesn't like he's trying, but he's just throwing down the fastest lap times. Yeah, it was insane to watch. Yep. So, uh, my guy, second, RJ. RJ's a beast. Yeah. Uh, Neat look. Knee surgery five months ago. Back to getting second overall, and then the following weekend wins a moto. So we'll get into that later. Like, two. Yeah, I mean, the guy is crazy. Uh, yeah. So they had him on pulp talking about it, yeah. about his knee. And he didn't do like regular rehab or anything. Like, he said he was like two weeks later, he was, he was running. running. Yeah. Like, I was, I, it was so shocking to knowing like how much impact you get on your yeah. joints and stuff. It's like, well, I guess it's just ligaments, but it's not really like joints. As long I, as I think you're safe with like, like he said, twisting and things like that. Yeah. But I don't know, like, so... Like, if you have to run properly. You got you got a plant under you. You can't, like, extend very much. So, it seems yeah. like he... I don't know how... He must hit a lot of help with yeah. that. Well, so, after the race, Saturday night, you know, uh, you went with... So, you you went to eat with your friends, and I went with... Me and the boys went with my dad to eat that night. At, you know, we went in town. So, on the way there, I was talking to my dad about, you know, I thought how RJ was just, you know... That was crazy that, you know, come back from ACL injury that, you know, how how short a time. And he's like, he's like, dude, you came back from a broken femur in 10 weeks. And I'm like, you know, he's right. Like, you can come back from injuries when you, like RJ said on Paul, when you want to. Yeah. When it's mentally you want to come back, you can you can do it. You know, it's just like, I mean, take Roxon. They said if he listened to doctors, he wouldn't be riding. He wouldn't mm-hmm. be racing anymore. But he wanted it, so he came back. And, uh... I, I liked it. They needed to, like, put so much more emphasis on stories like that on TV and things. Like, yeah. what to, I think when you can show the general public how much of badasses motocrossers can be, like, that really helps our sport. Yeah. You know, like, we don't stub our toe when we're out for six months. Yeah. A.K.A. baseball, NFL, basketball, anything like that where they're overpaid. Uh-huh. You know, they stub their toe and they're out with a, a broken pinky or whatever, like, you know. We got guys racing with broken bones, you know. But uh, anyway, let's uh, enough of that. Let's jump on. So J-Mart third, good good uh, return yeah. to outdoors for J-Mart. That uh, was, was expected, I would think. Yeah, and J-Mart was fast. He just yeah. didn't get good starts. Uh, Shane was fourth. Shane was uh, he got good starts and he just couldn't run that pace. He, yeah, he's not. I, th- I think he he started what second. Uh. Yeah, he went started second first moto, first to second moto, and dropped off. Yeah, he's lot. just not. I don't think he's the top three pace. Uh, yeah. He's fast, but he's just not. He's off that pace. I agree with you. Because uh, then Amart started fifth and seventh, so no, seventh started seventh and fourth, fourth. You know, started w- further back, um, and then get the kid. Jet Lawrence was sixth. Wackadoo seventh. 
Justin Cooper. Justin that, Cooper. That's uh, surprising. Oof. I don't know what's wrong with him. He's and usually I, really good outside, yeah. especially at the beginning. Yeah, and I and they said something about like he's nursing injury, which who uh, say it? What's your injury? Let us know. Yeah, like, I, Daniel I don't, Blair don't and Steve always say like tell us what the injury is, but they don't want to, and so. I thought I was like, man, you that's like if unacceptable. It's, if it's me and I'm a guy that's normally up there and my results are slacking and I've got an injury, I'm coming out with it and letting yeah, you know. I want to tell people because I don't want you to I don't want everybody to think, Oh, he just he's just sucking. Like I, I need I want that excuse. Give me that excuse, yeah. you know, like Gonzalez. Yeah, Mason that, Gonzalez, that was strong a, ride. That was a surprising ride to me. Yep, ninth place, strong ride. Uh heart rest tent. And then here we go. First Privateer, Nick Gaines. Well, I mean, overall. you can consider Gonzalez Privateer, maybe. Uh, He's under Cycle Trader. I guess Trader. he is under Cycle Trader Rock River. So, I, I guess he would be. So, I guess he would. You know, I don't know. I don't know that I consider that Privateer. Because he's got a rig. He's got, And you know he's got to be getting some help from Yamaha more than oh, just. Oh, yeah. You know, so I would. Uh, we have Nick Gaines beating yeah, out. Yeah, then let's run down. Drake, like, Mumford, it, Brown, Harrison, Smoda. Oh, Lawrence. Harrison was one. For people that weren't there, he was like in fifth or sixth, the first moto, the entire race until like the last two laps, and he yeah. stalled his bike, and he got tw- he went to shows twenty third. Yeah. yeah. So if he would have went, say he would went six, say he went six nine, then we'd have been there. talking about him up there in you know sixth or seventh place. So with, with ahead of Cooper. So uh, it kind of sucks for Harrison because he was really way overperformed from what I thought. I didn't think him being on the PC bike was going to help, but it did. But you have him, and then three down, you have Sinai. Yeah, who, hey, he got hurt. He went 14, first moto, second moto, he got hurt. Um, So he's out. I think he dislocated his shoulders, what I heard. And actually, Hunter Lawrence, you know, Hunter Lawrence was real bad because he got 40 at the first moto. He crashed on the start, and then he couldn't start his bike, which was right in front of where I was at. And he's hitting the start button. It's nothing. I don't know what was wrong with it, but. uh, Oh, his. uh, Did you hear? Because I didn't hear anything. The kill switch? Yeah, the kill switch got. Ripped off. Or the start switch or the yeah. kill? The start switch? The start okay. switch got ripped out. Yeah, so I, I was kind of thinking maybe something along those lines because he crashed. It was running before he crashed. He picks it up and then it won't start. And I kind of felt bad. Uh, he should have hopped over the fence and then, been like, yeah, I work at a dealership. Yeah, uh, yeah the, they, come on now. They would, like, hang me or something. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, on more of him, he got hurt this past weekend. Loretta's too. Dislocated his shoulder. He's out. So... Even more it's upset day, for that. It's day by day. That's yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah, let's go on uh, Jordan Bailey, 19th. He's not even riding any, any more of them. Dylan Schwartz, same thing. 20, you know, this was his rookie race. He's I don't think he's doing any more until later on. Uh, let's see, Styles Robertson was a letdown, but he did crash in the first moto. Yeah. Uh, Arnie Munez, rookie, 25th. Yeah, I thought he did pretty good for a privateer rookie. Not a lot of hype. That Vincent Lahovi was at Loretta's. Not a lot of hype. Um, any that we see that were horrible. Jaleek Swole was not good. And I don't I think Jaleek's hurt because he was not at LL2. So, I'm not sure. Uh, he got 40 at the last moto. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he crashed and got hurt. So, all right. That's enough on 250s. Let's hop over here to the 450s. And... Right off the bat, your kid, Ryder, calls the well, first moto. anybody that listened... To the last episode where we were on the way there, Ryder's like, Anderson's gonna win and he's gonna win the whole championship and all. And then Anderson comes out and puts on a clinic, dude. Yeah, it, I was surprised. Dude, he looked so good too, watching in person. Like, 
like he looked like how Dylan was, just like yeah. effortless, dude. So good. I'm and like, it's surprising. It surprised me. Yeah, and he had a dude. He had a huge lead too. No pressure whatsoever. Uh, but then he ends up not doing his good second moto, gets second overall. And your boy Zacho, dude, I two t- one, just I, domination. I feel like I was. I've been on the Zach Osborne train. And uh, I'm riding with it. I I feel like I called this. I like Zach. I knew I he like, was going to be good. I like good. Snack Pack. And, uh, he, yeah. And so I knew he was going to be good. So I feel like I kind of called this. And you got Tomac in third. Yeah, and Tomac, the first moto, yeah. man, he dropped anchor. He was charging, 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 and then yeah, just dropped. dropped. And it's like, wow, like what? Something. They say he got really bad arm pump. And, I mean, I, I bet he did. Dude, it, the it track was, was gnarly. Right. Yeah. yeah. It was it was a bad. man's track. Yeah. The man's track both weekends. But uh, then Marv, uh, I told you this about Marv. I said he's either going to win or he's going to be just like right around top five. And he was four five, fourth overall. Like, I mean, it's that's, just, that's, that's Marv. Not, that's not bad. A year off. Your yeah, first yeah, completely time a year off. And then Bam Bam fifth. Dude, Barsha, both motos. Was flying. Like, in the first moto, he was like around 10th. And I kept like, people were like, oh, where's Barsha? And we're looking like, oh, he's ninth or 10th or so. And then for like, for like the first half of the race, he was just there. Yeah. And then, and then all, all of a sudden, sudden, dude just drops a hammer and just charges through the pack to third. And I'm like, what? Well, like, yeah, it was third, right? Isn't that right? Yeah. Yeah, 3-7. Three, 3-7, seven. Three, seven, yeah. And I'm like, what? Like, where did, where him did and, that him come and from? Tom and kind of just switched. Pretty much, yeah. 3-7. Yep. So but I think he started just he, like, he crashed on the first lap of the second moto and came yeah. from way back outside the top 30 to get seventh. So two strong rides by Barsha. And I think people slept on Barsha because we're going to talk about later in the second. Yeah. Second, Loretta's, he, you know, wins a moto. So, And then back at sixth, with very quiet sixth. I didn't even – I mean, he was fourth in the second moto. Didn't even really notice. Uh, Cooper was – pretty good at first in the first moto then he started dropping and then after this race we find out he crashed in practice re-aggravated his back and then ends up going to the doctor monday has slipped disc in his back or herniated disc one of the two either way neither one of them are good Mm -hmm. and um so ktm has pulled him and he's done for the year which is smart because I don't think a guy like that, if you've got some kind of injury like that, you don't just continue on. You, you've got to rest. And I think I was talking to my friends about this, and I, it's kind of borderline just like, I don't know if it's true or not, but I can feel, I feel like they're just, there's, I can, I would be completely not shocked if like you see like Baggett and like a couple of these guys. Wilson uh, is on contract. Like a couple of these, like factory guys, just kind of like drop out and say they're not doing the entire series, just because they want an off season. Because we're get, we're gonna get it later in the season when it's October, and yeah, guys, I don't think Coop did that. I don't see Coop being that guy. Coop I, likes I, to I, race. I can see. I, I think he I likes believe, to race. I bet he like the, when he hurt his back. He's like, I bet he could ride the last couple rounds, but he's like, no, I'm going my. Well, here's the thing. Like if if you're hurt. Okay, and normally, if you're hurt, but you could manage and the season's going to end in August, well, then it's okay because you've got a month or two you can heal up. But he doesn't have – he's not going to have that at all. He's got to heal up. So, Supercross, unfortunately, is more important. So, he's got to go sit out for a couple months and let his back heal. So, when the outdoor season ends and everybody's getting into Supercross, he can join his team in Supercross and start testing. Yeah. Because if not – it's gonna. It would affect his Supercross season, which we all know the teams are paying more for Supercross. They they need you for Supercross more, so yeah. that's where they're at on that. 
All right. Uh, Chase Sexton. Sexton was eight. Sexton was really, really good the first moto cool until he crashed. Yeah. He was pushing way too hard on that track and uh, went down, and then that, that messed him up because he went 13-3. So I think if he had went 3-3, we'd be talking about him second overall. Yeah. So. And I think the first moto we were watching him, and that corner right before the finish line, he went down like three laps in a row right there. Yeah. And I think it was in the first moto he was doing that. And just like, he didn't lose a bunch of dudes because he just tipped over, but it's like, he just kept, I think he just got frustrated. Yeah, I feel like he was trying a little too hard. It's just how I kind of feel. Uh, and then we had Savachi, quiet night, which Savachi's coming off a big injury, so it's not that's not terrible. Uh, Dino 10th, Max Anstey 11th. I thought Anstey was going to be a lot better, which we'll see that he does get better, but yeah. I, I, I just. I, I put him there. I, I was expecting him to be. I thought he would be inside the top 10, which he yeah. was one off, but I, I just I thought he'd be in it. Then our boy AC went for a wild ride, second moto while leading. Typical AC style. <laughs> I hate that because Adam's great for our sport, but he uh, yeah, definitely went for a wild one. We had uh, uh, Tickle, quiet ride, but his first race on the Yamaha and his first race outdoors in like two years. Craig 14th, which is not terrible for Craig. Uh, I, I expect more being on the bike he's on. Then Bloss, Bloss was 15th overall, but 10th the first moto had a. I think he had bike problems the second moto. But there, he the first uh, privateer guy. Yeah, first privateer is. Uh, well, Bloss was the first privateer. Then Luke Rensland's next right behind him, which was a total surprise. I didn't even know Rensland was racing. Yeah, and he's then, been grinding. In yeah, his facility. and then Jeremy Smith for all the fantasy people out there. Jeremy Smith, that's your guy that killed it. Well, Rensland did too, but Jeremy Smith got 100 points. Like, and I, I definitely stayed away because. Sometimes he doesn't finish. Uh, here's who's a disappointment. Bogle was a disappointment. Um, yeah. And then Freddie Norn. I don't know what happened to Freddie. Freddie was – I thought Freddie would have done better than that. I mean, he's down here with guys that are, you know, full-on real privateers. Um, and, boy, A-Ray didn't have a very good showing either. No, mm. he didn't have a good one in – Yeah, well, let's – speaking of two, let's, let's move on. LL2, 250s. All right. It was a mutter, which I, I don't complain about mutters. I think, you know, they're entertaining to me. I know a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. horrible. It, you, we race in all conditions. Well, I think it helped because the track they were at. It wasn't like a big, jumpy, super elevated track. So, like, the mud really didn't. Osborne was 3-3 three, three and in the command. Yeah, second well, I saw, uh, I just saw a thing on Instagram. It was a little video somebody made of Alex, and he was 3 and through the Ten yeah, Commandments. It's, so, it really wasn't. <laughs> People were still jumping and stuff, but it was just slower pace, and you can definitely, I, definitely I, finesse uh, the track a lot more, and, and you can see it clearly. Yeah. I just, uh, I just thought about something when you said Ten Commandments. Should we? Are we okay to say that? Should we call them the Ten Pack or whatever? I mean, are we okay to call them the Ten Commandments? Oh, are they not allowed to say? Is that what they were saying on TV? The nah, they said something about weed. Said that you know, like NBC doesn't want them. I, I don't know it's because of political. I'm like what. Who cares? Yeah, it's... We're not politically correct, so... The Ten Commandments. They've been called that since Loretta's started, so we're not changing the name. We don't change our name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so... J-Mart was really good. 3-2, consistent, fast both motos. Your boy Dylan was good, but he... Little tip over the... Uh, and bad start in the... Uh, said he started 20th. In yeah, the, he was, uh, uh, yeah, he was, was way back in the second moto, so he could only catch up to fourth. 
But Amart was the one. Man, if Amart wouldn't have went down in the first moto, oh, he probably would have went 1-1. Troll so. Train, the Troll Train is strong right now. Chug, chugging along. It's picking up steam. You gonna hop on? I don't. I've been burnt too many times. Come on. There's no way. I, I was on the hype train when he was on KTM, and that let me down. And then they were saying, Cooks was saying the whole reason he won was because his Pirelli. And I'm like, no way. That bike. Now, I'm not going to ever say a tire made somebody win. This is not. Which I didn't see now, if we, were Mo- if we were MotoGP, if we were NASCAR, IndyCar, some of these sports, it's all about the machine, not the rider, yeah. you know, or the driver. Yeah, maybe the tire, but not motocross, dude. Motocross is 90% rider, 10% bike. Yeah. It, so that means it's a half a percent tire. Come on <laughs> now. Like, uh, <clears throat> your boy Wackadoo. I think you called that, didn't you? Call McAdoo for a top five. Yeah, I did, and I was like, ah, I don't know about that. Uh, he was good, four or five, pretty only consistent. Person, the only person when we post our our picks, the only person that you had in there and I didn't was Mac- I had I had, had Amart, you didn't, and you had McAdoo and I didn't. Yeah, and we both had McElrath, who's fifth, and then we had RJ, um, and RJ would have went. RJ possibly could have been fighting for top three maybe the overall because he won the first moto really good bike breaks in the second moto 18th like but i mean it was dude it was treacherous and then mitchell harrison got redemption yeah from his week before 610 so uh that that was a good and then styles robertson got redemption 12-7 dude people were talking about how they picked i didn't pick him last week in fantasy i picked him this week in fantasy because i was like i was like everybody can't so i'm going to and i picked him and i was like thank god yeah, and then I beat Jake in fantasy again for the yeah, second I'm, week in I'm a row. So uh, I, yeah, along with ten thousand other people. All right, <laughs> uh, so uh, shout out to Lance Kobush, first privateer, ninth place, sixteen eight. He was and, uh, a, a team green rider back. Yeah, then. He he, Lance, Lance has always been a pretty fast kid, um, and he's been just just up in Missouri. So I've been to some local races where he's been. Uh, I think he goes to Sweeney's a decent amount. Yeah, I and, saw uh, the same there. Uh, Carson Mumford tenth, good uh, ride. Fifth the first moto, which was really good. But you can see, like he went five twenty for tenth, and Justin Cooper goes twenty six for eleventh. Like the 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 moto scores were so crazy uh, because of the mud. And then let's see, who else stood out to you? Really, I mean, we got Derek Drake, Justin Cooper eleventh, Derek Drake twelfth, Ezra Hastings thirteenth. He's a privateer. Young kid too. Hardy got uh, 14th. Nick Gaines 15th. Pierce Brown 16th. Here we go. Stank dog. He's returned back. And hey, Stank was done better. He got 10th the first moto, and then his bike broke the second moto. So 10-29. Yeah, uh, speaking of Stank, he wins my lit kit of the week. <laughs> he had the the Miller light gear and the Camel Supercross, and I just. I love this setup. <laughs> Wins lit kid of the league. Then uh, the rookie, Mason Gonzalez, was 18th. Had a good second moto, 11th. Um, Joey Crown really got me in fantasy. Yeah. 20th down here. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Brandon well, Hart- a lot Rapid. of these I would like to see this coming up week in Ironman. How much people, like, first, oh, yeah, the like, first round was, like, mud, a tease. Like, yeah. yeah. How much the mud did. Because yeah. you see Brandon Hartwell down here and, like, a bunch of these people that were like, eh, you could have done better. Yeah, Jet was really bad. Jet's yeah, down here 34. he got me in fantasy. Jerry Robin got me. Golly, oh, come Jerry on, Jerry. Jerry Jerry. Um, and then, hey, I want to give a shout-out to local. Bryce Clipple got 31st overall, 20. He went 
Um, and I'm pretty sure I saw on Bryce's uh, uh, Facebook or Instagram that this was the first national he's ever qualified for. I surprised me. So, um, eh. I'm not going to say it really surprised me because he's, he's not an outdoor guy it. that much. Yeah. He's always just tried Supercross so much more. Um, but I was glad to see him at some out, at an outdoor because he was there the week before. And when I saw he finished 25th, it was I was I was kind of a little bummed because he, he went up to my best moto by one spot. But uh, I'm not. I'm pumped. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. Uh, Bryce is a cool kid. So I'm, I'm glad that he's, you know, he, he had a really good moto. Uh, so it was cool to see he's you know he's local for us so uh, and then let's uh, let's dive into the points since we are before we you know next weekend Dylan ninety Jmart eighty four so six points still close and mm-hmm. then another thirteen, 13 back okay. is Amart so Amart's not out of it and RJ's uh, only one back at Amart so um, and then Shane's only one back from that so they're Top five still decently close in that. It's yeah. not not out of reach for anybody, um, but I think it's going to be a. I, I honestly think it's going to be a Dylan J Mart uh, battle for the championship with yeah. A Mart sprinkled in a little bit. Yeah, and R J sprinkled in a little bit. But I don't know that R J and Alex can win enough consistently enough to chip away at the points leads. You know, but I, but I think they'll be in there for moto wins and overalls and stuff. And then, all right, so let's uh, flip on over here to 450 class from LL2. So, Zacho, I mean, I didn't know he was going to qualify. Yeah, it was crazy. When you, you text me, like, I saw him race tracks, I'm like, no way he didn't qualify. And then, like, I go and I watch the replay of them, like, changing the bike. And I heard that they were saying, like, they, he rode up to the gate and it died on the gate when he rode it up. And then they couldn't get to crank, and then they put the extra fuel tank on. And then they try it, and couldn't get to crank. And then they start diving into more stuff, and they realized they didn't put gas in the extra tank. And so they tried it, and then magically they found a starter relay as soon as they put gas yeah. in the extra tank. Well, that's that's what so I'm going to tell people. So I, I talked to my one of my contacts at Husky that would know, and he said that it was a starter relay. And I'm like, it would have never started from the very beginning if it was yeah, the starter it, relay. It doesn't just go out. It, yeah, I mean, like, yeah. And, and he's like, you know, it didn't even blow the fuel. And I'm like, eh. Husky can say whatever they want. I know they probably don't want to say it's a fuel pump because it, it is something on KTMs. Fuel pumps kind of happen some. And uh, I, I just really didn't want to. But we'll we'll move on from that. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, Zacho, strong ride. Uh, fifth in the first moto. And it comes out and just... I mean, wins the second moto and was kind of behind. I mean, just charged through, and I, I mean, that's just surprise he got done. Yeah, I just can't. I mean, crazy. And then uh, AC gets second overall, being consistent with a three-five. Marv third with an eight-two. Marv the second moto was on it. I mean, yeah. he was right on Zach. Like he was coming. Uh, Marv a really, really good second moto. So good to see that out of Marv. Fourth was Tickle with a two-nine. It was good to see Tickle up there in the first moto behind his teammate who we'll get to in a minute uh and then Anstey fifth 15-3 and I so wanted Anstey to win the second moto I was like <laughs> that, dude I was so pulling for him and uh so like a Suzuki sweep would have been pretty crazy you wanted that Suzuki sweep didn't you yeah it'd been nice I think it would have helped out 
on sales. Oh, on the I don't know about that. But. I think so. <laughs> if, if people see that Suzuki's winning, I think they're going to oh, well, they're going Maybe they need to pay Amart more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Christian Craig, 6, very quiet, 10-6. Uh, Justin Barsha, 132. That just <sighs> sucks. One by hoping. a minute, and then bike breaks. Obviously, I was hope I was pulling for him. Well, yeah, I know, because he's, you know. Were you going to pull for him next year when he's on Gas Gas? Uh, no comment. No, really? <laughs> All right. Uh, Baggett, eight. That was kind of quiet, you know. Yeah. Anderson, uh, 27-4. First moto, he was down. Golly. So, so many, you can see how many, how much it shook up this look, week. Look, look at this. Shout out to this one. He, hey, shout out for my fantasy because he got me 100 points. Justin Rodbell, 12-12 for 10th overall. I bet you most people listening to us, no idea who Justin Rodbell is. I don't know. I mean, only reason I know is because I watched him make a main, his first main in Supercross at Daytona, and the guy that was helping him used to buy some bikes from here. So that's the only reason that I know who he is. Uh, Freddie was good the first moto, fourth, but ended up 11th overall. Let's scroll down here. Sexton ended up 13th. Savachi 14th. Tomac. Mm. Everybody knows what happened to Tomac. He cried yeah, about yeah, it, about, and he uh, yeah. bike break. Yeah. Bike Both times, both motos. Because the first moto ended up ninth because of, you know, it broke on the last lap, and he had lapped up. But the second moto, not so lucky. A um, bunch of guys had bikes breaking, a bunch of, bunch of bad luck stuff. Um, let's flip over here real quick before we take another break on the points. So they're, they're shaking yep. out. So Osborne, 88. Muscan, second. 69. So, um, what's that? A 19 point lead over second place. And then he's got a 29 point lead over third, Barsha. 30, 30 point lead over fourth, who's Anderson. All the way back here in seventh, Tomac, 51 points, who he's tied with Baggett. Both have 51 points. And. That's just insane. I think, is that, hold on. No, 48 points. My bad. 48 points is Tomac, who's tied with Tickle with 48 points. 40 points down. But I did see a thing. People were like, oh, there's no way he can come back. If Tomac wins out, he wins a title. If Tomac wins out and Osborne gets second every race from here on out, every moto, Tomac wins the title by two points. Yeah. So it's so, not definitely not over. So she hasn't sung yet. It's not over. So. And you can see the average finish is already Osborne 2.3, Muskan 4.8, and then it jumps Barsha, to 10.8, 10, 9.5, 13, 8.5. 8, like, yeah, it's, I mean, the only two consistent are, are Marv and Muskan right now, or and Osborne and Muskan right now. Yep, so, all right, cool. Well, uh, we're going to take a little commercial break and we'll be back to talk about what's to come and some rants because uh, I'm pretty sure Grayson has a lot of rants. Looking for a new KTM Husqvarna or Beta? Maybe you just need some parts and accessories or even service. Graham KTM has the largest selection of off-road motorcycles in the Mid-South. Owned and operated by motorcycle enthusiasts, Graham KTM is the shop to go to. With over 100 bikes in stock, Graham, T- Graham KTM is sure to have the bike for you. Check out the current inventory at GrahamKTM.com or stop by and take a look around the showroom in Senatobia, Mississippi. Looking for a new KTM Husqvarna or Beta? Maybe you just need some parts and accessories or even service. Graham KTM has the largest selection of off-road motorcycles in the Mid-South. Owned and operated by motorcycle enthusiasts, Graham KTM is the shop to go to. With over 100 bikes in stock, Graham Graham KTM is sure to have the bike for you. 
Check out the current inventory at GrahamKTM.com or stop by and take a look around the showroom in Senatobia, Mississippi. All right, we're back. Um, let's do some predictions for this coming week. Ironman, third round of the out- Outdoor Nationals. So, Grayson, I guess I'll let you start with uh, your predictions, and then, I'll, and then I'll critique them. Somehow, <laughs> I, uh, I fell asleep last night, and I had a dream. And whoa, 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 hold I'm, on, stop. You actually fell asleep? <laughs> <laughs> Funny. I fell asleep, I woke up, and I'm like, God just told me who's going to win this week. <laughs> <laughs> and he told me that Tomac is going to go 1-1. Well, I mean, he's if he's going to come back and first, win the title, he's got to. First moto, he's going to he's gonna whole shot, get out front, run away. Second moto, Osborne's going to be winning. They're going to be like, oh, he can win the overall with this. Tomac is going to hawk him down, pass him, and drop him. That's what's going to happen this week. So my predictions are in 450 class, Tomac's going 1-1. Osborne's going, two, Osborne's going 2-2. Muskan, AC, Sexton. And then six, I feel Anstey or Barsha is going to come. From, they, they have momentum. They they just had a good performance last week. They're going to come out and they're going to do good this week at Ironman. Those are my 450 predictions. Mm-hmm. I, I think a, a woman's going to throw her uh, – a woman's going to come in and, and spool, I think, this consistency you're talking about. Her name's – I think it's – is it Laura? Is that the – is it the hurricane right now? Oh. Because <laughs> I think it's going to rain. <laughs> no. I don't think it's going to be that bad. All right. Well, we'll see. But I think they're predicting some rain. So, uh, we'll see. I don't I, – I mean, if it's if it's not a mud fest, I could probably see Tomac, like, really putting uh, – you know, trying to throw the hammer down because he wants to – he knows it's crunch time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess I could see him going 1-1, but I, I just – I don't know that – I don't know that he goes one one, but I, I will agree. I think if it's if it's drier, it's not a mud fest. I do think Tomac wins the overall, um, but I think the French guy is going to get second. Or, you know, oh. and I, I think I think Muscan can be an upset. I think Muscan's really good here. wasn't mm-hmm. last year because he got hurt, but but I think I think Muscan's really good at Ironman. So I'm going I'm going to go Tomac, Marv, AC. AC gets Where a mo- a- AC the- gets a moto win. AC's good at Ironman. AC gets a moto win, but just doesn't have a. He doesn't put two consistent ones together, so he falls off of of uh, overall or second. He falls off with ended up the third. And uh, Zacho um, is just Zacho's good, but maybe some little mental mistakes, kind of you know, and he just has to kind of settle. Ends up with a fourth, um, and then I'm going Barsha fifth. I'm going Barsha with really good motos, but maybe. Maybe not being able to hang the pace the whole time, uh, and then I could see Anstey doing good here. I, I think this is a track that he could do good at, but I don't, I don't know that he's quite. If it's dry, I don't know if he's quite top five. If it's wet, I mean, it's a toss up between all you know those guys and, and many more. Uh, you're not so. wait. So you're not putting Sexton anywhere in the no, top six. No, I, I just what? I don't. He came out of the Rollins and he was top. I think he would have got podium if mm-hmm. he wouldn't have made crash in the first moto and you're not even going to put them if this is dry we're all speculation if this is dry and you're I mean, not going to put see, them in the top five i could see, uh, I, dude, no way. i mean maybe no. maybe a moto i just don't know overall i'm not i'm not there 
I'm you not there. You didn't have the same dream I had. Well, I, I watched guess not. The, I, I watched the motos last night in a dream. I just, I, and I that's think exactly what's gonna he, happen. Is he fast? Is he is he good? Is it yes? But I, I just I see dumb little mental errors because he's he's young, so I, I just I see that happening. Um, so what about two fifties? What's your two fifty top five? Two fifties I got number one J Mart. Then two, RJ. Three, Dylon. Four, I have Shane. Five, I got Amart. I mean, I think it's uh, – that's the top five for the rest of the season, I feel like. Okay. Matt Wackadoo might get in there, but that's about it. Yeah. Um, all right. So, mine's going to be a little different. Um, okay. I'm going to go RJ is going to get overall. Mm. Um, reason is um, I think RJ wants it a lot. Yeah. RJ went – the first three motos of the year, RJ went three, two, one, and then he his bike broke. Yeah. Um, I think, I think RJ is the only guy that can run with the Martins and Dylon. I think, I, I think, like I think Shane's a tick off. I think there's four guys that can run that fast pace up front, and uh, I think RJ, since he can run that pace now, I think, I think he wants it maybe more than all the others want it. Let's like somebody can bite him. But uh, I'm going to go RJ1, okay. and I'm going to go Amart 2. Two. I'm gonna, Amart's going to win another moto. Uh, I can't I, I, th- I right, can't so see it. Amart, not last year, he wasn't that good. But previous years, Amart was really good outside. I mean, really good. And then um, I think he he's found on- that again. I think this year he's found that again. I think he's, I think he's happy with the bike. I think, that, I think the bike's better. So I think Amart. I'm gonna go Amart, Jmart, third, and I'm gonna go. And they're gonna time points. The Martins are gonna time points, but Alex gets the better second moto and gets second overall. Dylan. So, okay, so you're saying RJ's winning moto one. I could Amart's see Amart's winning moto two, and then you're gonna have. Who was your second? Second's Amart. And you're and third's gonna be Jmart. Yep. With like a three, three I could score. See, I could see, I could see J Mark going like two three or three two again, and then uh, yep, and RJ going like one two for the overall, be a safe overall. Um, I think uh, Dylan's gonna be fast, but I think Dylan for the first week is finally gonna have some some bad starts and not be able to come through, and some little problems and tip overs and things, and he's just gonna be able to muster a third. Because of the the speed of the guy, uh, uh, not a third. A He's gonna be able to muster a fourth because of the speed of the guys, the three that beat him, being on pretty much this close to the same level. Uh, I think Dylan's just a just a hair a little bit better, but with some mistakes and bad starts, I think they're those three are fast enough to stay ahead, and uh, so I think that's going to be. And I'm gonna go Wackadoo fifth. I think Shane's gonna fall. Off. This is gonna be the weekend that he kind of he shows you that he's not at that elite level quite yet. Outdoors. Outside, yeah. And I think Wackadoo's gonna go fifth. I think Wackadoo's getting fifth. I do. I do um, like Wackadoo fifth. Uh, I like him. I think uh, him and Jed are gonna do about how they did this week, like five, six, seven area. Cooper, I don't even. I don't even know. He could. I think he could literally come out and get fifteenth, or he can come out and win, and then I would have no. Yeah, idea. well, he could make us feel like idiots, and he could go one one. Yeah, <laughs> and, and just poop all over our yeah. our glory. All right. All right, so that's our predictions for Iron Man. We'll see how stupid we are. Uh, no, I'm not, I know. Night, four, I mean, Saturday 450s night. 450s on. 
God told me. And, okay. Uh, so All right. That well, that one's gonna be a so, for sure. Okay. So, Grayson woke up to a shining light last night. And, <laughs> you know, he didn't tell him that. You know, he's needs to be better because he's you know, not not being a a good human or anything like that. He just you know he tell him the moto scores. So. Yeah. At least me. he's a at least hey at least we know he's a moto fan. That's all I gotta know. <laughs> he told me he told him I was gonna come out and put a clinic on. All right, so uh, let's uh, that's our predictions. We're now I want to uh, do our kind of want to put talk about our our contest we did with our captions, our picture we posted with me on the gate, Grayson behind me, and we had everybody wrote in captions. So uh, let's read read some of these captions here that we've got. We'll start off with uh, our buddy Brooks. Uh, Holcomb, he said, Jake's saying this to me. Hey, buddy, fix me a peanut butter and nanner sandwich. Hold on. We've got a backstory a little bit to that, which he doesn't know this. But uh, on the way home, I was driving. Grayson and the kids are running around in the motorhome acting like kids. And I was, we were hungry, so we didn't want to stop and waste time. We wanted to get home because we didn't leave there till after 7 o'clock. So... I told I made Grayson make us all the sandwich, so it was like a turkey sandwich. It wasn't peanut butter and nanner, but <laughs> I had, <laughs> you did make me a sandwich. I made him a sandwich, and then I brought it to him, and he complained about it. And he's yeah, like, I, "I don't want." Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, some, and, you didn't make something right on it. I don't remember what it was, but I felt like his mom in the kitchen just slaving over him while he did nothing. <laughs> Another good one. Uh, Michael Baldwin's got me. He said it. The point that. If you saw the top three, you knew that, like, if you went back and read them, if you, like, hit or if you kind of took a shot at us, at, like, Jake being old and out of shape and or, like, me or something, it was kind of going to be on top of the list because we just thought it was funny of people just kind of taking shots at us. And uh, so Michael Baldwin was good. He said, just have an O2 taking a gator in a Gatorade waiting for me. <laughs> I thought that was a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you were sucking wind after that moto. Hold on now, both motos. I I went back to the gate with you. I wasn't sucking that much wind. You were, you were breathing hard. Hold uh, on, hold on. I, I like your mom's. Is Donnie paying us for this weekend? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, your mom said, "Fly Marty McFly." <laughs> that was oh, a good man. one. We had a lot of ones talking about you falling into the sand. Like, was no, no. Was? So, yeah, go to Wesley. So, all right, let's say this. All right, so uh, Grayson's top five was Wesley, Josh Erie, Michael Baldwin, Carrie Smith, and Alexa Crumb, which is uh, – well, it's uh, Alexa McLemore on there. I say Crumb because it's Grayson's sister. Um, anyway, uh, that was his top five. And then my top five was Ale- Alexa – then Wesley Bolton, Carrie Smith, Josh Erie, Michael Baldwin. And uh, we took our top five, and we did them like moto scores, and then we did an average. So we came up with the winner being Wesley because one of us picked him second, one of us picked him first. So read Wesley so everybody knows. Since Wesley was the winner, let's – Wesley said, have you ever seen an old washed-up hit a quad into the sand? Watch this. So, yeah, so that one – I liked that I hit the quad in the sand. So. I like he said washed. <laughs> he said I was old and washed up. So I mean, it's all of it was true, and it probably would be something I would have told Grayson on the gate. So, <laughs> so that one uh, we both laughed about that one. Liked it, but the reason I did more t-shirts than just the top, uh, just the than wear. just the top, just the first one is because 
Wesley buys from us. He's a really good customer, and he's probably got more than one T-shirt from Donnie. So yeah. I was like, I can't just give Wesley the T-shirt. Like, So we decided we would pick two more. And uh, so let's see we did. Uh, se- second would have ended up being what was a tie, uh, Josh Uri and uh, Grayson's sister Alexa. So Josh said. Josh said, still can't figure out why the P-Dub won't run. So <laughs> that one was funny. And there's a backstory to that. He listened to the other podcasts, and he knows that. I went to Mill Creek. I couldn't figure out the freaking PW. It, ran, it still runs like crap. Yeah, we, the sixty we, kit we, runs great. We can't no. We can't figure out the PW. Yeah, my, so. my cheater bike runs great. Bladen raced it, did great. You know, he could race it at this event, but the the stalker is just oh yeah. I'm I'm waiting for Grayson to come set it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so and then your sister read her since she was. Uh, she said, "Jake saying this to me. Did you really just play Bladen on Fortnite for three hours and still lose?" So, yeah, so uh, anyway, backstory on that. Grayson plays Fortnite with my kids every now and then. And, yeah, so, you know, I would They're make fun of They're my friends, too. Th- this is true. They're, you are closer to them in age than you are me in age, I think. So, especially Ryder, you know. So, anyway, uh, like, I guess it's kind of unfair. Some of these people that know stuff that other people don't know and they're taking jabs at us. But, yeah. It's great. I, that's why I picked her first because she took a huge jab at Grayson, and I <laughs> loved it. So, <laughs> and then uh, so let's see. Fourth would have been Carrie was fourth, uh, and Carrie's was on Instagram. And I think I remember it. It said, uh, "What he he was me saying to Grayson? Did you pack the gate like Carrie told you to?" <laughs> because Carrie's been my mechanic a lot, and he was my mechanic at Loretta's when I got at the Amateur National when I got a whole shot there. So. Uh, that's just a jab at, at Grayson on him packing the gate right. Which, uh, again, packs the gate. He gets two for two on hole shots. I mean, it. it's not luck, is just it, luck. Is it it's, not just maybe the guy that's starting? No, it's not. It's definitely the packer. So it's and only so, just packing the gate. That's yes, it. It's, it's like, it's like uh, A-Mart and the pal tire. Okay. It was 95% the pal tire and the 5% no, Amart. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, <laughs> that, that's how it is on, on gate packing. So, if you haven't learned yet, when I pack a gate for Jake. So, if you want to get a whole shot somewhere. Just let um, me know. I, it's like, it's a cheap, what is it, like $10 well, a load? Answer me, me this, then. So. No, no comment. Because I've had good whole shots before. So, I have ones that stick out. When I got the whole shot on the Lessie, that that's one that's going to always stick out in my mind. I oh, didn't have that, I didn't have anybody. Is that what you really? I, I didn't have anybody. Okay. I, well, I packed the gate myself. Well, just because, uh, no, no comment. <laughs> That's but I think in the picture you were literally, pro- I think, telling me that on the gate you were talking about, or was it for my moto? You were talking about, yeah, I'm one for one on, or unless oh, yeah, <laughs> unless you're tied on hole shots, and I'm like, you raced since them. we've been on big bikes. <laughs> yeah, we've been on I'm big like, bikes. You raced them two motos he's like yeah still me unless you're are, exactly. are the exact same exactly. on we're, we're about the same on stars so <laughs> i think that's what you're actually telling me on the gate <laughs> that was when you were on the gate though, uh, i was trying to pump you up tell you like hey I, you know all uh, right and then fifth was michael baldwin which we already read his you know give me an, O2 two tank in the gator yeah those are good that's i'm gonna good need one. that for yelling at you so all right um now let's uh i guess the next thing we got a couple of rants oh god grayson go. you got some rants no, no. All right, well, let's start with the first one that has a little bit to do with you, not really you, but your class. And the whole reason for this, and I said we were going to talk about it earlier in the podcast, 
The whole reason of this is I saw people after Loretta's was over complaining about the C-Class. Oh, the guy that won there is not a C. Well, I know one of the guys that was in the C in your C-Class in Open C. We were right um, next to him. I gated right next to him. Yeah, Dylan Gatlin. Okay, yeah. so he won uh, the C-Class at, at Loretta Land's uh, the uh, – Amateur day, not the pro, not and, the not the amateur national. Anyone at uh, and he won at Mill Creek. Okay, yeah. well, he did not qualify in the C class for the amateur national. And when I watch him ride, he's a B rider. Um, in my opinion, if I'm you know as a coach or, and as a rider myself, like he's a B rider. He's not a C rider. But the way that Moto is right now, and the way it's been for a few years, is like everybody's like when I move up to big bikes I go straight to C and I ride C until I have Loretta's success no that's not how that's not what it was made for the C class the reason there's not a beginner class in AMA competition is because the C class is the beginner class it is made for less skilled riders and beginners the way that I'll say you would fix this is you you if you've ever made Loretta's you're a B rider no questions asked. You ever made Loretta's? You're a B rider. I don't care if you got. I don't care if you went 42, 42, 42. You're a B rider. After you make Loretta's, and it doesn't matter if you made it on a 50, 65, 85. If you're a caliber rider ever in your life to life to qualify for Loretta's, you are. You are at least an intermediate skilled rider. You yeah. you need to. Every, I think people think of it as um, I move up when I'm winning in that class. No, it, you move, it's it's based off a skill level, not a not necessarily of how much you win. But I mean that's but when you're gonna say it's about BMXA and how many you win, so it is kind of about well winning. I, so because it's hard to tell somebody they're a certain skill level without judging it off of winning. Okay, so the way I would see that you would fix this is just like they do in BMX. When you win six times, you have to move up. But then you're still basing it off off winning. It, it definitely because, it doesn't matter where well, because you win. Th- th- right now, it's based off your performances at big races. You can hold back and stay in your state. If your state's like anywhere around here, it's no AMA. You can hold back. You can ride. You can be right. You can race for ten years and only race your local stuff. It's not AMA, and nobody knows you but your local people, and you can ride C, and you can continue to chase C, and when your local people complain, you'll be like, well, but I'm trying to go to Loretta's, and then it's excused. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, that, I just don't agree with that. Oh, but I'm trying to go to Loretta's, so it's excused. No, it's not. That's not, that's not what it was meant to be. Yeah. This was not, we didn't make the classes to make it to where what you're going to be able to qualify for Loretta's in. We made the classes for just general racing, yeah. and you fit in whatever class you fit in and if you're fast enough in that class to make Loretta's well you make Loretta's but it's yeah. not a it's not a chasing Loretta's deal for you staying in that class so that's I don't agree with how it's come come to that but since it has way we fix it if you are the kind of rider that you can qualify I mean that you can win a class you can actually win and you can do it six times anywhere win. Any, anywhere it doesn't yeah. matter where then I feel that you are better than a beginner rider, better than a novice rider. You should move up to intermediate. Yes. And I feel like the AMA, I feel like with this day and time with technology, the results are posted everywhere. It's going to be on Facebook somewhere. They can find it. Have some people find these results, move these kids up when they win six times, and bam, you start moving people into intermediate class, and there's a lot of people in intermediate class. That's going to bump these guys up that are holding back in B right now for titles, it's going to bump them up to move into A. Yeah. Because they're not, like, it, it makes it to where they don't want to win B anymore 
because it's it's full of what the novice riders are now. Yeah. Really and truly, if like if I watch Loretta's, the most of all the B kids should be the A, a. guys. Which I and think that's how so it is. so your back of the pack A at Loretta's wouldn't make it. Your back of the pack right. B at Loretta's wouldn't make it. They wouldn't make Loretta's. So your top twenty A and B riders at Loretta's would be your A class, and then your C class would be your B class, and sprinkle in some of those guys that couldn't make it into that, and that would be it. And then your C class would be uh, would be to where it's you know like more of your beginner kind of people, not and, and not necessarily go. not necessarily beginner, but I'm saying like less less a lesser rider. The one thing that like striked me when I was watching some something with Jason White in it, and he was talking about how if we compare our sport to other sports, if you're the the best forty in, that year in your selection, you're pretty freaking good. So like we need to stop basing off. Yeah, I want to be the fastest, the top forty guy in the nation in my class, and stop basing off that because if you think about like if you think about football, like imagine like I'm the top forty best twenty year old. That's your. I mean, like, you're like a five star recruit. Yeah. So like, if <laughs> yeah. you if you start basing off that, then it's like top forty is pretty. Like that's a a really good. That's a bad thing to try to just chase. And so everybody's just trying to like sandbag and become one of the best in the nation. When I mean, not everybody's gonna have that. I mean, it's not big enough. We're not a big enough sport to being top forty. Is that you? Know what I'm saying. I mean, it's your chance is still well, super slim. So I just. I, Unless they make rules to make people move up, though, it's just going to always be like it is. And they're going to be – everybody's chasing Loretta Lynn's glory is pretty much how I see it. And uh, I don't know that – I just – I think they need to get away from that. I think they need to do whatever they can to get away from chasing Loretta Lynn's glory. And it needs to be more of uh, – But and locally, no one – you really don't – like, people don't move up to B because no one's in B. So, like, literally well, no, every, everyone no. would oh, have to – Take – okay, I'm going to use an example. Fan. Okay, Fant's local to us. You know how he's rode C for the last two or three years? Not because he doesn't win in the C class here. I mean, he locally, he's winning the C class, no problem. And the reason he didn't move up is because he can't qualify for Loretta's. The last two or three years, they've tried, and he gets smoked at regionals. But he finally moved up to B, and I don't see that the B class is going to be that much different. I think it's going to – no, I don't think anybody – no, like, when, when I was racing, like, the local stuff – there was no one in B. Well, there's no one in B local, but I'm saying when you move up to oh, B. Oh, yeah. Like, so, like, okay, take, let's go even guys. further. Let's go even further back to when I worked with Robbie and when I worked with Ryan Hall. They, wo- they, went, to C- they went to Loretta's in C, and they turned around the next year and went in B. They didn't get that much faster. I mean, they got a little bit faster, a little yeah. bit better, but it wasn't just, like, significant. But it's because the class gap... The, at at Loretta's, is not, it's not very far off, yeah. and it's that's so, the problem. If you're winning in C it, at Loretta's, you're probably going to go back and B and get top. It, it should be to where if you go, if you can win C at Loretta's, it's extremely hard the next year to make B. That's how it should be. It, it should yeah. be to where, like, that, the level should be, it should be a gap. Yeah. And, and then it should be a gap to A. There's not and, really, uh, I think the top, it's not really a gap between, like, top 20 and A. There's no, there's basically no gap to top 20 B and then top 20 B is basically no gap to top 20 C. Yeah. There's no gaps in between because I think everyone's not pro wide or like pro top amateur levels. They're just looking to B. They don't care. Like a, they, they can care less what a Yeah, Cause a lot of the kids are going, they're signing contracts yeah, and they're going so like B top, to pro. Top 
15, do you say, and B, we're like fast kids that probably are going to the national next weekend. I mean, they'll they'll be fast enough to qualify oh, for yeah. national. Yeah, for that's, sure. But yeah, that shouldn't how it, it shouldn't be like that. Yeah, but I mean, it's 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 just a way that, and and I see it's it's just poor management with AMA and even even MX Sports. I just I feel like those guys are all about the money, not doing what's right, not and uh, they I think they feel like they'd make people mad. But mm-hmm. are they people just gonna quit riding dirt bikes? No, they're gonna they're gonna be pissed off about the 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 rules, but then they're gonna just move on and they'll move up and they'll eventually get over it and eventually you'll have a you know the future will be better. But uh, all right, that's enough of that. The next rant. And this is because I had a customer tell me that uh, they were going to a certain place to train, and so and so there said, you know, he was an ex pro. And I'm like, I've never heard of the guy, but I mean, he could be a little older than me, and I just could have never heard of him. Privateer, you know, I'm sure there's people that, you know, there's guys that are pros that never heard of me. That's, you know, and it's that's fine. But when I've never heard of somebody and they were, people are talking them up, I like to look because. Being in the motorcycle industry, you have guys come in all the time that are like, oh, yeah, I've done this or that, and, you know, I used to beat Rick Johnson. Come on now. Like, I just, I don't like when people lie about their accomplishments. So, uh, it takes away from people that really accomplished things or have things that they they hold, you know. Um, I feel it's pretty cool that I can say I qualified for a pro national. But when other people just act like it's just throw around the pro deal, so... Anyway, uh, so my my bit my rant is these guys that are were so called pros that really weren't pros saying they were pro. So like a, just an A class local rider saying he was an actual pro. So I asked Grayson, Grayson, what do you, what is your definition of a pro rider? I would say like if someone's been coming to me and be like, yeah, I race pro, I would think like the bare minimum is like you kind of chase the series a little bit and you made. You qualified like you could qualify, like into the motos and be like, even if you were bomb, the the fortieth guy, you were. I would consider that. Yeah, you're a pro, and you if you were chasing it more. Yeah. I would so like what I would think, a guy that has a pro license for a few years, you're chasing the series, you're trying to, you're trying like to we, be we there, trying about, to we go there. We were talking about Clipple early in the yeah, I mean Clipple. Yeah, yeah, I was saying, a, yeah, because he goes to Supercross, crosses, he's, he's trying, trying, he's going to some outdoors, he's trying. It's it's uh, every weekend, like those are pros to me. Um, there's been plenty of guys that they just they just race local. And back in the day, way back in the day, when you could make a lot of money racing pro, and this is 15, 20 years ago. When when I mean it's been when I, I went pro in 08, you couldn't make money being a pro. So and that was 12 years ago. So 15, 20 years ago, before my time of being a pro, guys were there was guys that didn't have to go, but they would still show up at their one. At one or two outdoor nationals, local wise or whatever, they'd still try it, you know. Mm-hmm. And they just might not chase a series because they can make more more money doing a local series. Well, that died a long time ago. And uh, to me, I just it just really chaps me that like these guys are like, oh yeah, we're training with so and so, and you know he used to be a pro. And then I I'm like, oh I've never heard of him, so I go to. If you want to know if somebody was an actual pro, you can go to racerxvault.com, and it tells you. All the results ever in pro motocross and supercross. So if anybody ever made an event, uh, supercross it only shows you mains, so ever under point. But outdoors, if you ever even made the top forty, if you ever made an event, it shows your results on there. It shows that so you can look on there and see, hey, 
this guy actually was, he actually did compete in it. He was a pro. Like, he, you know, and there's two of them that I know of people going around training and doing this stuff. People are telling me, oh, yes, you know, and they're telling people that I was a pro. And to me, you're, it's false advertisement. You're using this as, oh, I was a pro, and you go look, and they're not on there. And it just, I don't know. It With me teaching schools and doing it like I do, it just, like, it just chaps me that these guys are going around telling people they're pros. And, you know, it was 15 years ago. So people just don't question it. And they, but they weren't ever, a, ever pros. I just, I don't know. I, that's, that's my rant. And it might be selfish of me or, or whatever to, to say that I should say something that these, that these guys are saying they're pro and they actually were never pro. But I feel like it, it takes away from um, guys who, most guys like me, it was an accomplishment to make outdoor national. It was an accomplishment to like do the travel and do do the thing to live like we lived. Like we might not have were successful at it to make money and really do it, but it it was still like successful to say that we made it to that level. And these guys that just want to be like, oh yeah, I was pro, and you know, it just takes away from that. I think a little bit. Yeah, lying straight up. I mean, it it, it I guess because it, the and when people say like. I tell people all the time when they're like, when they say pro stuff, because like local, like, oh, you rode pro. And I'm like, well, I rode the, like the local A class. Like it wasn't pro. Yeah. Pro is Supercross and Outdoor National. And maybe like a pro am, like Mill Creek was a pro am. Uh, The pro challenge at Swan is a pro am because it's got real pros that show up to race with amateur, amateur A riders. Yeah. So if you're just riding the A class at Loretta's, it's still, it is called the amateur national. You are still a amateur um, there, now, there now is they now they pro. do let pros come in. It's kind of like a pro am a little bit, but it's it's just not a to me like. There's a difference. There's a difference, and uh, that's it. That's 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 my rant. Not what, that. what he's basically saying: go on to racetrack vault and look up Jacob Lowry and see. Uh, no, you don't have to look up my results. I mean, I'm on there. Look but, up look, look up his results and see if he's lying. If he's lying, it's not Jacob on there. By the way, it's just Jake. But. <laughs> It's just Jake. So uh, anyway, um, yeah. If you if you question anybody, go look it up. It's it's all, it's there for us to look at. And uh, so yep, that's it. Anything else, Grayson? Anything you want to rant about? Yell about? No, I'm happy. All right, cool. All right, well that's it. That'll wrap up this week. See you guys. Uh, maybe next week. If not next, for sure the next. See ya. <laughs>